0: Welcome in to the Fun Astrology and MMA Cycles Saturday Financial Podcast. Thomas Miller here. Thanks so much for joining us. We're going to be reading the MMACycles.com free weekly newsletter published on January 5th, 2024, for the week beginning January 8th. And we hope Ray had a great birthday break and glad to see him back. First article is from Friday's Wall Street Journal. The U.S. economy added 216,000 jobs last month, the Labor Department reported Friday. That was larger than November's gain of 173,000 and better than forecasters were expecting. For all of 2023, employers added 2.7 million jobs, a slowdown from 4.8 million in 2022, but a better gain than in the several years preceding the pandemic. Wages rose a healthy 4.1% last month from a year earlier, and the unemployment rate in December held at 3.7%. The labor market's slowing but steady pace during 2023, coupled with a sharp slowdown in inflation, has fueled optimism that the economy can achieve a so-called soft landing. That would mean that inflation eases without a recession." Ray's Commentary It's a new year and a new Mercury cycle. A lot's happened since our last column two weeks ago. The new year started out with, one, the Dow Jones Industrial Average and many other global stock markets making multi-year or secondary highs on January 2nd, the first day of trading, and then reversing as, number two, the trickster, Mercury Retrograde, headed back into hibernation for the rest of this winter. Did we just see the primary cycle crest or double top in global stock markets on January 2nd? Question mark? The only markets making new all-time highs in the past two weeks were the Dow Jones Industrial Average and India's NIFTY Index. The London FTSE and the Australian ASX made multi-month highs on January 2nd, but most others only recorded a secondary high to December's highs and then all retreated into Friday. Thus, we have multiple cases of intermarket bearish divergence in regions across the globe, which begs the question as to whether a sharp decline is beginning. The exception to this pattern last week was China's Shanghai composite, which made a 20-month low on December 22nd and exhibited a rather weak-looking rebound last week. Bitcoin and Ethereum followed a similar pattern, with Bitcoin making a new yearly high on January 2nd. Still, Ethereum's yearly high was the prior week, for a case of intermarket bearish divergence there, too. Traders are waiting for approval of a Bitcoin ETF due this coming week, but most of the price appreciation on that announcement may already be baked into the recent new yearly highs. Gold and silver also attended rallies, but both fizzled after January 2nd at lower levels than their highs in December. Our concern is that a a 16-and-a-half-month cycle to new multi-month lows may be underway. Crude oil, on the other hand, looks much more promising. A primary bottom may be in as of December 13th, with a secondary challenge on January 3rd. Prices have rallied most of last week on the announcement that the U.S. is ready to start replenishing its strategic petroleum reserves, the SPR. But that was the idea the last time when crude fell below $70, and the administration failed then to get back before prices rose. Now, the short-term geocosmics. Here's a quote from Queen Elizabeth from The Crown, the Netflix series, Season 6, Episode 9. A life lived in service is not a sacrifice, but an honor. End quote. Mars entered Capricorn on Thursday, January 4th, where it will reign in exaltation until February 13th. Peace treaties and or ceasefires and a winding down of violence in the Middle East can start to take place by the end of this period. Therefore, until then, and maybe beyond, crude oil can still rally as it tends to exhibit wider price swings with this ingress. Next, we find two favorable trine aspects unfolding, The first is the Sun-Uranus waning trine on January 10th, followed by the Mars-Jupiter waning trine January 12th. This may coincide with a favorable movement in tech-related and energy markets. However, a more important aspect will be the Sun-Pluto duo, both ingressing into Aquarius together on January 20th and 21st. That zero-degree Aquarius point is the important supercharged degree related to the new era of December twenty first, 2020. That was the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction, as described in the 2024 forecast book. The parallel paradigms of war and technological renaissance, AI, may be highlighted as news events around this time. So there may be announcements regarding high-visibility court cases and decisions, such as Donald Trump, as well as new policy announcements regarding the recent scandal in higher education, such as Harvard. Now the longer-term thoughts. This first article is from The Economist, January 4th, entitled, The Man Supposed to Stop Donald Trump is an Unpopular 81-Year-Old. Back in 2023, Mr. Biden could and should have decided to be a one-term president. He would have been revered as a paragon of public service and a rebuke to Mr. Trump's boundless ego. Democratic bigwigs know this. Unfortunately, Mr. Biden and his party had several reasons for him fighting one more campaign, none of them good reasons. His sense of duty was tainted by vanity. Having first stood for president in 1987 and labored for so long to sit behind the resolute desk, he has been seduced into believing that his country needs him because he is a proven Trump-beater. Likewise, his staff's desire to serve has surely been tainted by ambition. It is in the nature of administrations that many of a president's closest advisors will never again be so close to power." Then this from January 2nd, Monday, from the Wall Street Journal opinion page. With Donald Trump leading the 2024 polls while calling for a 10% universal tariff, the new GOP protectionists are trying to sell this idea as a boon for the working class. The evidence exposes this folly. Trade wars invite painful retaliation, prop up politically favored industries at the expense of others— and raise prices on consumers like an invisible tax. They hurt the average worker. The economic literature on this point is voluminous, end quote. Now Ray's thoughts. The idea that higher tariffs are a sound economic strategy is nonsense and even goes to the point of delusion, especially in today's world. That's because tariffs mean higher prices for consumers, since, once again, after a lag they will be a leading cause of higher prices and inflation, just as was the case in 2021. Yes, there were additional causes of inflation, such as the out-of-control government stimulus packages and the overly easy accommodative Federal Reserve monetary policy. But the initial cause for inflation was the disruption in the global supply chains caused by the Trump tariffs and, in my honest opinion, misguided isolationist leanings. Supplies became limited, and when you diminish supplies, the result is higher prices unless you also diminish demand, which was not and will not be the case. In fact, the inflation cycle is very close to the same point it was during the previous Saturn-Uranus waning square cycle, that is, Saturn squared Uranus in 1975 and 1976. Inflation was cranking up from 3% in early 1973 to double digits 12% by early 1975. By the end of 1976, it was back to 4.9%. But then it had a second wind, taking consumer prices up to nearly 15% by early 1980. Now, a 45-year Saturn-Uranus cycle later, We witnessed inflation down to 1% in 2020. Then, as the next Saturn-Uranus square went into effect from January 2021 to October 2022, inflation spiked sharply to 9% before starting back down. Presently, it's at about 3%. It's not a perfect 45-year fit, but as Mark Twain said, it's close enough that it rhymes. Based on my understanding of what the present administration is trying to do and what former President Trump plans to do if reelected, I see another surge in inflation coming in 2025. If Trump wins, there will be tariffs leading to another disruption in the global supply chain. If Biden wins, it will be because the White House, in concert with the Fed, whose chairman had a nasty experience with Trump from 2018 to 2020, will try to bring mortgage rates down to 5.5%. They're already on the way. This, too, will stimulate a renewal of rising home prices. At first, home prices will be steady as competition between new sellers and new buyers grows, and Jupiter is in the stable sign of Taurus until late May. Then they start climbing higher, after a lag, which will likely happen soon after the election, and maybe as Jupiter enters Gemini in late May. Homeowners will either begin to sell or refinance their homes, and thus they'll have more money to spend. That's inflationary, too, and fits the rhyming of the 45-year Saturn-Uranus cycle. There are other factors that fit into this narrative I'm anticipating. We have a cosmic conflict between the approaching Chiron, North Node, solar eclipse of late March or early April versus the Jupiter-Uranus conjunction of April 21st. The former has a strong correlation to recessions and longer-term stock market cycle lows within the following year, while the Jupiter-Uranus conjunction more often correlates with new all-time or multi-year highs sometime between the aspect date and the following year. We could see both. That is, new all-time stock market highs into spring-summer followed by a sharp decline and recession by the middle of 2025. The Jupiter-Uranus cycle can also correlate with new inflationary readings any between April and the end of the year. And again, there is a lag effect between the cycle and the reports. I don't see the U.S. coming out of this potential economic misjudgment fiasco until we get to the middle of the Aries vortex in 2026 or later, and again, you can see or listen to the forecast 2024 for a deeper description of this extremely rare but powerful geocosmic arrangement. Plan your investing strategy accordingly. And that's why that 2024 forecast audiobook is so important because there is a lot of astrology baked into this year. I know we mention it a lot, but it does help support the podcast as well, which I appreciate giving you this free material every week. So thank you for that. MMACycles.com or Hightimelinebooks.com will take you to the same place. Level up on Sunday night, 8 p.m. Eastern on YouTube and our Facebook group, and then back here to set up a fairly active week in the sky next week on Monday. Have a wonderful rest of the weekend. Thanks for listening.